Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by Tell Me Studios for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision making. I'm Fraser McGrew and I'm here with Chris Ragg and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. And this week we're discussing the gunpowder plot and its depiction on BBC TV. So, Chris, can you kick us off, please? Why, why are we talking about this? What's going on? Uh, well, so um, there's been a uh, TV series to coincide with the 5th of November and the um, the famous uh, plot to blow up the Houses of Parliament, uh, a BBC TV series going um, sort of dramatising uh, uh, the events. And um, in the first episode of this, uh, this TV series, and it's drawn a, a lot of complaints uh, subsequently, um, a priest is found hiding in someone's house. Uh, and they then show uh, his hanging, drawing and quartering in, in pretty graphic detail. And then there's also a scene where um, a female heretic has her has her back broken by having weights placed upon her. And it, it's all it, um, it, it's basically it was on it was on at nine o'clock on a Saturday evening. Uh, and um, this has drawn a, a lot of complaints and the production company um, making the show. Uh, is um, is Kit Harrington's production company of uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones fame, you know, John John Snur, uh, and um, he, uh, uh, he he's obviously now starred in two things which which have been quite quite graphically violent, and uh, it just got me thinking. We do seem to be on a trajectory where TV gets more and more graphically violent. Can you just expect? What exactly do you see in this depiction of the... So what I is can, on screen? I can intervene here, right? Because I can say that the only bits of of this programme that I've seen are these violent bits. And the reason why was a week or so ago when there were all these reports in the newspaper talking about how violent these scenes were, I thought, oh, I better have a look. And so I sort of specifically went to BBC iPlayer and watched these scenes. So in in terms of the the woman getting crushed, you see her laying down, you see a rock placed under her, under where her spine is going to go, and and, and you just see this large sort of, imagine a gate placed on top of someone, like an iron gate, and then you see a load of weights placed on her, and at one point you hear this kind of crunch and a load of blood seeps out, and that that's her. Um, and with the blood seats out, you see blood on the floor coming out from where she is. Or... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't see an open wound. No, no, pre- nothing no, okay. like that. Um, and then with the guy who gets hung, drawn, hung, drawn, and quartered, you see him. Sure enough, you see him getting hanged, um, and then down he comes. Um, and then actually, it's all quite. Um, from what I recall, it's quite. Um, it's not direct. You don't see it directly. You see. So you see an arm getting lifted up where he's had yeah, his arm chopped you, you off. You see all his entrails being pulled out. Yeah, but well. all, even for his entrails, he's turned over to the side, and you can see yeah. from behind him with his entrails being pulled out. Um, I personally didn't think it was that graphic. Um, yeah, well, no, not compared to to. Um... To Game of Game of Thrones or you know Walking Dead or those yeah those but, if, but we, if if we think yeah, back sort of to 1995 I think it was when it was um, what's the Mel Gibson Braveheart right yeah um, I thought that was probably more I mean there's also a scene there of being of hanging drawing and quartering I think that was probably um, more um, uh, 
what's the word more graphic more graphic yeah, yeah i think yeah and so, po- possibly possibly so but obviously bbc saturday evening tv is a is a kind of i mean okay it was after the watershed but it was right after the watershed and um and i i think i i just wonder in, in common and you know sort of entertainment standards uh it my sense is things are moving towards a more, you know, if you look at things from the 1960s on television and you look at things now, then the general the general trend is in that direction. In fact, I think Ofcom um, did a study of British soap operas, for example, and uh, they looked at them over a sort of 12, 15 year period and found that um, the percentage of scenes featuring violence of some description went had gone up over this time and that um the 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 violence was classified as more more realistic so there's not there's no there's no data nobody sits there unless you know i'm I'm sure somebody does actually but but and and logs every single hour of of violence and obviously there's much more yeah they they have done that so i can report the results um it was a study there was a the the, and this is the actually the only comprehensive study i can find right for the amount of opinion on the internet the, the actual amount of data is tiny uh, this seems to be the, a lot of people citing this one study from a um, couple of years ago uh, looking at where they, they got a, a load of people to sort of log instances of violence mm-hmm. uh, in films. I think for each year since 1950, they took the top 30 films from that year and logged incidents of violence. And, and they found that um, in um, PG-13 rated films, uh, the, the, the incidence of gun violence has uh, has tripled um and that the incidence of violence has has doubled since 1950 um that that does that sounds to me surprisingly low so in other words the the for every for every 5 minutes of film there's there's on average twice the number of violent incidents as there were in um in 1950 for for the average film so uh, the, the but I general... suppose there's, there's there's volume of violence and there's sort of intensity and, right. But so so this is what I'm going to get onto really. Yeah. Is that so that that's the only real data I can find. I mean, I can't. I, I you know there is certainly you would have to say a sense from people's what people have said that everyone thinks violence is getting worse on screen. Um, and you know, then then I, if you look at things like body counts, there's a very helpful uh, website on the internet which seems to be devoted entirely to counting the number of on-screen deaths. Uh, so this is when a death is depicted, rather than, for example, if you have a nuclear war in a film, it doesn't count as six billion deaths. Uh, so it's it's how many how many deaths are actually depicted on screen. And um, the the uh, of the top thirty, only only four are before 1990 which are Dune, Lone Wolf and Cub, The Killer, and Invasion USA. Um, the the top one is uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, which has apparently 836 uh, deaths in it. Uh, interestingly, the third one is is the film 300, with 600 deaths, which is exactly two per Spartan, uh, which is quite <laughs> interesting. It's surprisingly low, I think. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, isn't, but, that, isn't that one per Spartan? Because they all die, so that would be one for one. God, you're right. Anyway. Mind you, we don't so see the them all. So the myth of Thermopylae's <laughs> just <laughs> been just been undone um, here. No, well, actually, yes, one of them doesn't die. Of course, he goes back to tell yeah. the tale. No, but so, um, so on one hand, we have this sort of bunch of stats, and certainly a very uh, sort of um, prevalent perception that films and TV are getting more violent. And um, I, but I have to say that 
deep down i just i don't believe it i don't i don't feel like i i feel like the 80s was more of a high point of sort of really of sort of nastiness on screen yeah, nastiness well, and and if you look at some of the big you know the video nasties of the of the 80s and um other films that were not really that were probably a bit more art house than that but things like Pasolini's Sallow 120 Days of Sodom from 1975 it's still I think uh, massively shocking by today's standards you know and um, things like Cannibal Holocaust in 1980 where you had sort of on-screen real-life animal deaths I mean you'd never get that today Uh, you had depictions of rape and of um, you know uh, somewhat graphic uh, scene of someone being impaled on a spike which uh, a lot of people came to the conclusion was real I and you know then you look at things like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre which isn't as graphic as people people think it is but it's got a level of nastiness and sort of threat and 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 a lot of lingering camera camera work uh, and a kind of level of realism that i just don't think you get now and if you look at you know lord of the rings i mean it's all orcs being shot with an arrow you, there really isn't anything graphic in there despite the fact that it looks like um you know a lot of death but, but i think they're the, like deaths where you think well who cares it's like watching a cartoon i think the uh, the video nasty um sort of epidemic or the moral panic around the video nasty um sort of phenomenon is a really really interesting example because uh, you know, when you were saying you you went to look at um, the footage of uh, this this dramatization precisely because you'd heard about it, the the reason why we had uh, a big moral panic about video nasties in the early nineties was because the makers of um, Cannibal Holocaust sent their video to Mary Whitehouse with a fake letter of of complaint, knowing full well. It would it would gain them publicity, and and that subsequently you know led to things like uh, the, the the Daily Mail headline in in 1983 of ban video sadism now, and and eventually legis- legislation you know that that uh, uh, led to this. And so I think the more interesting thing is not necessarily whether or not we we do have more violence on on t- TV or not at the moment, but the the regularity of moral panic about about violence uh, you know i mean perhaps a decade or go a, 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 or so ago uh, you know we we had video games as a you know grand theft auto and the the moral panic around uh, around all the games that fraser likes to play um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so so i think this 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 incident incidence is something quite quite interesting yeah i don't i don't perceive a sorry let me come in just because i think there is something interesting here which i think there probably broadly speaking is a greater desensitization to 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 violent scenes on tv and in in, in video games things like that i think there probably is okay but i think also what's interesting is the world um if you're for an average western person the world is a much safer place now than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and certainly compared to 60 years ago. Um, and so, um, you know, the crime crime levels have been dropping all over the, the, all the Western world. And so I won, I'm just wondering, I mean, I think on the one hand, I think when you get a moral outrage with these sorts of things and that this will this will provoke people into doing crimes and so on it's just clearly not the case but i'm just wondering um is there a connection between um audiences enjoying this sort of stuff more because there's less of this stuff in our lives um i don't think there's a i mean most people aren't going to have experienced violence 
of uh, most people go through their entire lives without seeing a murder i don't think that's changed i don't i mean i think there's a number of things you could point to so you're suggesting it's a demand thing i think there also it's worth thinking about supply effects you know the fact that it's much easier technically uh to depict death now on screen it's just you know there's much better special effects very cheap now to um to have people dying and and so you know it kind of makes sense on average that you would see more of that in films um, I, I also think there's, you know, competition with, you know, if you look at, um, if you look at thing, if you look at YouTube and depiction of real events, and you look at, uh, you know, um, extremist propaganda, for example, we we see more, we see more of that real violence, I think, through our our news broadcasting, and you know, some um, as the entertainment in- industry goes global you know we in britain in particular we've always had quite a censored environment for for violence and you know depictions of um uh, of sex uh but in other parts of the world the threshold is is you know much higher and so as the entertainment market grows globally i think that appeal to you know those cultures might find it strange if you didn't have a particular portrayal of, of, of violence. I think that may be... Yeah, although I, I don't think this view that we become more licentious necessarily stands up. And I, and I think, my you know, if I think back to some of the films I watched as a kid in the 80s, you take something like um, Jaws, which is... Uh, you've all seen Jaws, right? Really terrifying. It has a fairly graphic depiction of... Uh, well, there's a severed head in one scene, and there's another... Um, and there's, you know, a fairly graphic depiction of someone being eaten by a shark in quite slow motion you know they're, they're munched one bit at a time uh it's really horrible and that was a pg you know <laughs> well the equivalent of a pg it was an a when it came out i, I there's no way i just think there's absolutely no way that would get a, an a rating now or pg rating likewise with um uh temple of doom which you know oh, famously yeah, has a heart has a heart out. being ripped out that yeah. was a pg raiders of the lost ark where the all those guys faces melt at the end uh, PG, uh, Ghostbusters, pretty damn scary. PG, you know, it, I don't think I think these days we would be shocked if that happened. I, I I actually think, despite what the numbers say, I think there is something about the quality or the um or the kind of level of um of scariness or or horror that that we uh, have become less accustomed to seeing um and find more shocking now. I cannot back that up with any stats other than a few of these anecdotal uh, statistics because people haven't, nobody's gone through and said, oh, this is a really horrible kind of death. You know, the face melting kind of death strikes me as much more horrible than uh, an orc being shot. And Um, there's there's also something much more um, gritty about the quality of film from the late 70s and early 80s when you you see things depicted in, on, you know, with that that slightly grainy quality it just looks much more real well, i think one of the one of the um most uh, horrible bits of violence and i'm only trying to recall this but it, it's an example of how the horribleness of a piece of violence isn't really necessarily to do with what you're seeing but it's how it's depicted and um it, i think it's in the evil dead or the evil dead 2 where uh, someone has a pencil pushed into the back of their heel uh really <laughs> graphically and it's and it's horrible to watch because you <laughs> see it graphically uh i don't know if they die i can't remember i just poison. have this image in my 
the name wasn't Achilles, and, was it? Um, uh, but but that's that's an example where you think actually, yeah, li- this is something that is really uh, horrible to watch and is not necessarily associated with a death or even with necessarily with sort of p- particularly violent activity. Okay, yeah. um, we we we've got to wrap up there. Um, I'm not sure at the end of this what my conclusions are. I'm not quite sure if we've got anywhere because I think the main thing, uh, the main sort of our sort of presumption that violence sort of is becoming more graphic and more common on 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 films and tv seems to be um inaccurate so I'm no really i don't i don't think yeah. it is what i'm saying is i just don't know i don't i don't feel confident yeah um as confident as all as the internet does uh that things are getting worse particularly right um and the question so the question really is what if okay what if they are though you know what what does it mean and um even though uh i think um the intelligentsia you know which i include myself would like to um would like to would like it to be the case that watching violent things and playing violent video games doesn't have any real world impact the evidence suggests that it probably does and and it shouldn't surprise us that it that it probably does you know because they have an emotional impact on us and 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 so that you know but there, there's you know that as usual with these things that it is certainly not cut and dried and it's not clear how much is um you know uh, how much which direction the causation runs in so for example with a more violent people would tend to play more violent games and that's where the association comes from and so on um but you know the question is what do we what if anything ought we to think about doing about it you know what 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 does it what does it mean well, as we sometimes do, we have to, you know, um, finish asking a question rather than answering it. So that's our sort of springboard for another um, for another podcast, I think. But before we continue, before we, sorry, before we um, finish, um, just something we touched upon there, Nick, you mentioned a scene that had sort of, you know, freaked you out by its violence or, or, or whatever it was. Um, I've got two scenes from two different films that have sort of stayed with me. Chris, any TV or film violence that has uh, made an impact on you? Uh, I, I've, I've no, but there is something from a novel that 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 nearly made me faint once, which was um, uh, the um, uh, All the Wild Horses, uh, the the novel about sort of um, it's it's a kind of western, but but uh, you know twentieth century western. And uh, he has a wound in his leg at some point. And so he, he has to, um, he heats his pistol on the, um, on the campfire. And then he, he, pulls it and he pulls it out and he plugs this wound to cauterize it with the, with the, uh, with the barrel of the, of the gun. And just the, the, the graphic way it's described just, just made that me reminds me actually. Funny. Yes, I think actually one of the most horrible things I've ever read uh, was a, a short story called Guts by Chuck Palahniuk, who wrote um, Fight Club. Have you guys ever read that? Yes. Okay, and, yeah. So, uh, to, to podcast listeners, I highly recommend uh, you don't read it if yes. you're of a remotely uh, sensitive disposition. Um, but essentially, it involves someone uh, someone having part of their uh, sort of anatomy tangled up in something, and uh, it is really ghastly to read. I mean, it's it makes you it makes you it is it's the sort of where you actually feel like uh, feel quite faint okay. as a result. Um, but there, I mean, again, I, that's another example of something where. You know, actually, the impact it has, the visceral impact it has, is not really related to uh, there being an incident of, of violence as such, uh, you know. I would say for me, I mean, almost any of the violent scenes within Saving Private Ryan 
just um, sort of I make me feel very squeamish, especially the the bit where a bloke gets slowly stabbed to death. Yeah, and that's quite horrible. And I think the other one would be from the what was the film with James Khan where he he's a writer and um, misery, misery where oh, his yes. where the wood the, the wooden block and she, yeah yeah. Anyway, so um, we'll, we'll 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 finish there. So. Um, um, thank you for listening, dear audience, and happy, happy, happy dreams should you be going to sleep this evening. I'm Fraser McGrew. You've been listening to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast with Nick Hare and Chris Rag of Allop Insights. Thank you for listening, and until next time, bye-bye.